Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with a new message, an exciting message. Uh, so I want to let you know whatever you're going through, whatever's on your heart and mind, is on God's heart and mind, I want you to be encouraged. I wasn't planning on recording anything today, you know, talk about anything, but the Lord, you know, touched my heart on my way. Uh, I went to go pick my daughter up from work tonight. And then uh, when she finally came out of her job, she got in the car and talked, but she was on the phone with her friend named Corey. And the thing that blessed me was just, we was just joking around. And, but after I dropped my daughter off at her house, I heard something in my spirit. And I heard the Holy Spirit just whispering, they don't believe that I love them tell them about me. And so, tonight, I come to tell you about God and tell you that he do love you and that he has purpose and destiny for you in your life. I don't know who this message is meant for, but I want you to know that he loves you because he said they don't believe that I love them. Tell them about me. So I'm excited to tell y'all about this God that I love, this faithful God, who would never leave you, never forsake you. He would be there for you at all times. And yes, he does love you. He loves you so much, based upon John 3.16, he gave his only begotten son so that we can live and not die. This is how much that he loves you. And yes, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind because he loves you. And for those who don't believe that they love him, uh, I'm going to pray that in a little while that God let you see that he loves you. Because that's a hard place to be in if you don't think God loves you. In other words, that means then your faith ain't going to work because you don't think that he loves you. You don't think that he's concerned about the things that you're concerned about. And that's far from the truth. So he told me, they don't believe that I love them. Tell them about me. So uh, I just want to talk about this God that we serve and how much that he loves you. How much he's willing to make sacrifices for you. How much he's willing to bless you how much he's willing to do whatever it needs to get you to where you need to be at. But I want to let you know whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And yes, God does love you. He's concerned about everything. He's concerned about everything that you're concerned about. There's no issue that you can have that's uh, too small for God. You can talk to God about anything. Don't ever let no one tell you you can't talk to God about anything because he loves you. The whole reason for the Bible is to let you know that he loves you, that the plans and purpose that he has for you. And so I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a we're we going to go to court today because we're going to see how much this God loves you, in other words. And I'm going to show it to you because uh, someone right now don't believe it. They don't think God loves them. That means that their circumstances right now is so heavy on them that they 
feel faint in heart. But I want to let you know that ain't true. And whatever the enemy is trying to speak into your heart and mind, I rebuke him in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ right now. I want to tell you about this challenge that I'm on. It's found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 34. And it's just about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness and not worrying about this life. Because we don't have to worry about this life. Because God cares about us. His is a will to, to take care of us. So I want to let you know whatever's on your heart and mind, it's on God's heart and mind, that God loves you. He's willing to do what he has to do for you. And sometimes, you know, uh, we have to trust in God, even in difficulties and hardships and everything. We have to know that God loves us because he said in his word. And the only way you're going to know if you take the time to read his word, to find out what he says about you and what he wants to do for you. But the title as much is going to be is, they don't believe that I love them. Tell them about me. So that's the mandate I got tonight, to speak to someone right now. So when they listen to this podcast, wherever they may be at in this world, they're going to find out that God loves them because we're going to talk about this, this, this Lord that loves, this God that sent his only begotten son into the world to suffer for the fate of mankind. And so I want you to be encouraged today that God loves you. I'm talking about for those who doubt that God loves them, don't love them, and think that he has forgotten about them, that's far from the truth. Sometimes we have to tarry in our season. Sometimes we have to wait in our season. So uh, I'm excited about this time to talk about this God. So you'll know and you'll never question whether or not that he loves you. Whether you accept it, that's a whole nother truth. I can't make you accept it. I can't make you believe it. But I sure can tell you, and I can point to some things. And, and, and you know, I, I can't read the whole Bible to you tonight. But uh, the Lord has laid some things on my heart to speak about and show to you in his word that he loves you. And that he's been loving you and loving you before you even came out your mother's womb. And I would take you to the, the, just the very first thing about our God. Because he's such a good God. And, you know, uh, we're going to talk about David and the Psalms that he wrote about God. We're going to look at Psalms 145. But today I'll be reading from the New King James Version Bible. Whatever Bible you got, we're going to get there. We're going to get to the same point. We're going to get to the same resolutions about this God that loves us. So I'm just so excited to talk to you tonight. I want to encourage those who are struggling with any depression, anxiety, stress, worries, I want to let you know that God loves you, that he cares for you, that there's nothing he won't do for you today. I want you to know that God loves you. He's a good God, an on-time God, a righteous God. He's a faithful God. And guess what? Uh, sometimes, you know, you get into areas where people, uh, you know, come against you. But I want you to know that God loves you. Let's pray. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. Father, I pray, Father, for the people who this word is meant for, that they will listen to this message in entirety, that they will get so hungry for your word that they will digest it. They will eat it just as they are eating uh, a piece of bread. I pray, Father, because you said, man should not live by bread alone, but 
the word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, Father. I pray that, you know, that they get the revelation, first of all, that you love them. And, and it hurt my heart to hear the Holy Spirit say that they don't believe that you love them. Tell them about you. So I'm going to tell them about you tonight, Father. I'm going to give you the glory. Now I'm going to praise your name because you need to be exalted. We need to know what kind of God that we have and what he has done and what he will do and how he would do it, how we remain faithful in this situation, this perilous time. So anyone in Jesus, Jesus' mighty name, anyone that is discouraged, I got a word for you. I got the word because God put it in my heart. He put it in my heart to share. I want you to know that I love you. You're not alone. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And we're going to see how David saw his God and how he knew that his God was so great. And, you know, and we're going to see what this love feels like to someone who has been on a run, who's been beat down, who's been battered. But he has found the, the ability to see God in his totality. And this is what he says in verse 1 in Psalms 145. I would have told you, extol you, my God, O King. I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day will I bless you. And I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. This is somebody love God. And if you look at those first three verses I just read, he said, I will extol you, my God, O King. I will bless your name forever and ever. And I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. Let me tell you, if you don't think that God loves you, he loves you more than you can imagine. That, you know, that he decided that he was going to give men earth get him dominion he loves you so much that he make angels serve you so don't be confused about this great God that we serve and if anyone telling you he's not real they lying to you but I'm here tonight to let you know whatever's on your heart man is on God's heart man and you're not alone God loves you I love you I want you to send your prayer requests in so we can pray over and stand in agreement with you to see God bring it to pass in your life, the things that you're going through, that you would know that he loves you. Now, let's, uh, we're going to go a little bit further in Psalms 145. I just want to point out certain things about just how great is our God. In other words, because, see, you have to know him as a deliverer. You have to know him as a healer. You have to know him as a provider. You have to know him as a friend. Because that's what Abraham knew him. Abraham knew him as a friend. Said that he spoke to Moses face to face like a man. And did you know Moses asked God, could he see him? And God said, no one could see him because he was that good. But what he did was he put Moses in between the cliff of a mountain. He passed down because he asked. He's so full of love. He can't stand and look upon sin. This is the God that loves you. And I, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to, I, I don't want you to, I don't want no one to go to bed tonight thinking that God don't love them. I want you to know 
that he loves you. Like I said, the title of his message. They don't believe that I love them. Tell them about me. That's my, that's my, that, that's what God commanded to me to do. I, and I got to be faithful. And I got to let you know that God loves you. I got to let you know. And I got to show it to you in his word. Because the only way it's gonna, you're going to believe it is you got to be able to see it in the word. You have to be able to know that God loves you even when you are facing death. And this is what he says in verse 4. Our generation should praise your works to another and should declare your mighty acts. I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. I will declare your greatness. They shall utter the memories of your great goodness and I shall sing of your righteousness. See, this man... He knows that God is real. He knows that God will never leave you. He would never forsake you. That he loves you. And this declaration that David has is a declaration for all mankind to know this was written for tonight. That's for whoever the person who don't believe that God loves them. He want me to tell you. And so I'm going to tell you, I will be obedient to God tonight. I'm going to be obedient to God tonight to speak his word. I'm not going to worry about the attacks of the enemy. I'm not going to worry what people say about me. I'm going to tell you, God that loves you, I don't care if I look like a fool to the world. I want you to know that God is real. I, I don't care about what they say. I want you to know that God loves you because he told me to tell you. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. You need to know that God loves you. That there's no situation or circumstance that he won't be with you with. And I'm going to show you in the word. Because the word is the final say so. It ain't nothing I say out of my heart and mind. It's going to be from the word. And what you're going to do is you're going to take it and you're going to weigh it like a scale. And, if it, and you're going to know that it's the truth because you're going to feel it in your spirit. So whoever you are right now who's confused whether or not that God loves you, I want you to know that God loves you, that he will never leave you, forsake you. He will not let you fall. He will not forsake you because he loves you that much. Praise him. This is what David's doing. In other words, he... And he praising God. And he letting the world know. He's not going to. He's not going to go. Or lead this earth. Without giving God the praise. That's pretty awesome. In verse 5 he said. I will meditate on your glories. The splendor of your majesty. Men should speak. Of the might. Of your awesome acts. I will declare your greatness. They shall utter the memory of your great goodness, and you shall, and I shall sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious, full of compassion. The Lord is good to all. His tender mercies are over all his works. Did you hear that? I'm talking about, you know, this is what David's saying. David's saying, this is a king. He didn't sing God. 
on the battlefield, when he fought Goliath, when he was running on from Saul. And this is what he says. The Lord is gracious, full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are all over his works. All your works should be praised, you, O Lord, and you and your saints shall bless you. They should speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power. Now, this is what he's saying is that I'm telling you, I keep telling you now, Revelation said that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by our testimonies. So what happens is, see, you need to send your testimony in so we can get some celebration going. We can get some praise going about how this God that loves us, this God who has done mighty acts. The world needs to know about him because right now there's somebody saying, I don't think God loved me. And that's because they just confused. That's just because they don't know the word. And I need to let it be known that God loves you. So whoever's struggling tonight with that, I don't know where you're at in the world, but whoever you are and wherever you're at, God loves you. And I want you to know it. And I'm going to declare to you that you are an overcomer because Christ has overcome the world. You can draw off that when you're going through. And I just want you to know that you can trust God. You can trust God. You can trust God. And this is what it says in verse 12. To make known to the Son of Man his mighty acts and glorious majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your dominion endures throughout all generations. See, God don't disappear. <laughs> Do you hear me? God will not disappear. God will be around forever doing good because he's a good God. And he loves you. I don't, I don't want no one going to bed tonight saying, I don't believe that God loves me. I'm so confused about this. But you got to see him. And the only way you're going to see him is you're going to see him in the Word. So I'm here to tell you because God told me to tell you. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. I want you to send in your prayer request so I can pray for you. And I can ask God to bless you and, 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 and build you up. Build you up in your faith. That when, when, uh, when the enemy comes in, that he can lift up this standard for you. I'm talking about, in other words, where you're standing on top of your enemy's head and not your enemy standing on top of you. Because you're gonna, you'll be able to declare to your enemy, God loves me. And, and, and he'll say, how you know? Because he's written it. It's in the word. Now let's go to uh, verse 14. The Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look expectantly to you and you gave them their food in due season you open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing see god just don't take care of people he take care of the creations he take care of the fishes he take care of uh, the birds he take care of the grass this is a god that can do anything anything he wants to do at any point in time so you ought to be excited right now Yes, God loves you. He told me they don't believe that I love them. Tell them about me. And I'm here to tell you because guess what? I'm going to give God the praise. I'm going to give him the glory that's due to his holy name. I'm going to magnify him. I'm going to uplift him. And I'm going to shout for joy.
in the midst of my pain and my heartache because I know for surety that God is good. Now we're gonna we're gonna we gotta talk about talk about I, I got some I got some word. I got the word inside of me. God has put it in my heart. And I gotta speak it because I gotta tell somebody that who right now who's confused that God don't love them. And this is why I I, I say this that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And so right now, what's on God's heart is that someone don't believe that he loved them. And they need to hear it for the first time that you can depend upon God. And this is what he said. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, gracious in all his work. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. This is the power of prayer. If you don't pray, you won't never know what God can do for you. So if you're the person that don't love God, begin to seek him in prayer and say, God, I want to know if you love me. See what I want to say. But I'm going to pray this for you. God, whatever is keeping this person, whomever, from loving you, Father, open their ears. Remove the thing that's blocking them. Father, open the doors in their life that need to be opened. Close the doors in their life that need to be closed, Father, so that they can know that you love them. I'm interceding for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Do it, Father. Oh, hallelujah. See, I'm, I'm praising God. And I'm sending the word out because I got the word. Then it goes on and he says this. In verse 18, the Lord is near to all who call upon him. To all who call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. He also will hear their cries and save them. The Lord preserves all who love him. But see, love is a two-way street, you hear what I'm saying? Now, when we look, when we look at this verse uh, 20, it says, uh, who loves him? In other words, you got to give it back. And this is how you give it back to God, believing that he exists. Believing that he can step in and take care of your circumstance. Believing that he cares for you enough. That he hasn't forsaken you. That he hasn't forgotten you. That he has not just disappeared on you. Yet he loved you. The Lord preserves all who love him. But the wicked he would destroy. In, in other words, God is a God of justice. And if you don't know that, I want to let you know that. You don't have to fight with someone. I'm talking about if they going off on you and you know that you're doing right. And sometimes the enemy will make them feel that you have lied to them. In, in that, trust God. In other words, trust God and all that. The enemy will make people think that you're doing things that you know you're not doing. Things that you don't want to do. You know, when you fall in love with God and, and you walk with God and you surrender, you know, you begin to, to think about, man, does this, this, this please God? Understand this. The gift of God is, 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 is the gift of God, in other words. You don't have to work to please God. God's already pleased with you when he sent his, his, when he sent his son to the cross. Don't think that you got to work a job for God. Jesus says in Mark 11, have faith in God. In other words, the requirement is just very simple. Believe that God exists, but believe that there's only one God. 
Don't believe in multiple gods. Believe in one God. Now we're gonna we're gonna close this uh, Psalms out 145. I want whoever needs to to take a piece of paper and write down. I'm gonna read Psalms 145 today because I need some clarity about whether or not God loves me. Does God really care about me? And what you're gonna find out, you're gonna find out that He does. He says, "My mouth should speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh should bless His holy name." forever and ever if you want to see God move in your life let me tell you what you got to do you got to start thanking him you got to start praising him you got to praise him in the bad times you got to praise him in the good time and you know uh, I just want you to know that God loves you whether it's on your heart and mind it's on God's heart and mind but I got a word for those who don't believe that God loves them because he told me to tell you and I'm going to tell you tonight because guess what when it's time for me to go to bed I'm going to go to bed I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to sleep good because I know that God loves me. And I know he loves you. And that's why I'm letting you know. Whatever's on your heart, man, is on God's heart, man, and you're not alone. Don't let the enemy tell you you're not alone. Don't let the enemy tell you that you can't have what you desire. You can't have that. That's the devil is a lie. So now we're going to roll into Jeremiah. Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet because he didn't want to be a prophet. He wanted to be like his family. He wanted to be in the ministry, but he didn't want to be a prophet because the prophet job is a hard job. Because you know what? You're a prophet in Israel, and now you got to go to the king and tell the king, hey, God said you ain't right. And remember, the king has an army. In other words, you have to bring correction to the person that's over you. So it's not, it, wasn't, it wasn't easy to be a prophet because uh, there's, a pay, there's a price that you pay for the anointing. There's a tremendous price. So don't desire what you see somebody else doing if you're not called to do it because you don't know what that person had to encounter, endure to get to where they're at because the anointing comes with a price. I'm not going to tell you that the, you know, the anointing doesn't come to a price. And I can prove it to you. Very, very, and, and just, just with two people, I can say Joseph and David. Joseph had dreams that people would bow down to him. Uh, David was anointed king at 16. You know, a teenage boy, you know, getting oil poured over his head. And, and you know, Joseph, 17 years old. Teenagers, in other words, but God has destined them to be men of great leadership. Daniel, Hadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These guys are young, in other words, uh, brought, in, brought into Nebuchadnezzar's court to, uh, to be his wise men. They go through some things. Joseph deals with the prison and deals with being a slave. See? Daniel, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego deal with the, with the fiery furnace. Daniel deals with the lion's den. Daniel also deals with Nebuchadnezzar dream because Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. He said, I, I ain't going to tell nobody. You're going to tell me what I dreamed about. If you don't tell my dream, I'm going to kill y'all. So in other words, these guys, you know, received promises when they're early. David, anointed king, brought to the barbecue, brought to the picnic before everybody. Then he's on the run. So I want you to know that God loves you. Whoever, whoever you are, we're going to see it. In, but also, I want you to know that the Lord has plans for you. We're going to look at Jeremiah and we're going to talk about some things in the book of Jeremiah. 
to show you about this God that loves us and cares about us, willing to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can actually think. So in verse 10, Jeremiah chapter 29, for thus says the Lord, after 70 years of completed at Babylon, I will visit you, perform my good works towards you, and cause you to return to a place. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saying the Lord's thoughts of peace, not evil. See, somebody might tell you God is evil. No, you did what he said. He said this, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace, not evil, to give you a future, a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me. So just like I said, we got some homework to do. Our homework is to do is to search for God through prayer. Now, I want you to know what, what, he, what he's saying about this in Jeremiah 29. They're going to go into exile. They're going to be in exile for 70 years. But God is saying, hey, whatever you go through, and the only reason they're going into exile is not because God is just doing it just because he's God. You, God's word comes with conditions. They had an obligation to fulfill, to live by the word. When they were disobedient, you know, they brought judgment upon themselves and the covenant that they had with God would cease. And then they went into exile. But God loved them even though they were punished for their acts. And, and, and don't say, oh man, God don't love you. Look, he punished. No, let me tell you something. You have an earthly parent who would discipline you for you're not doing things that they tell you to do. So don't think it's strange when this God who loves you chastise you and if you I'm telling you because he's trying to bring correction because he knows the thoughts and plan he says it to give you not evil but good let's go on a little bit further because I want you to see that this God I'm talking about that I ain't shucking and jiving you and I'm not saying anything I'm not creating anything on my own I'm just saying what the word of God says what he says about you so to that person, like the Lord told me, said, they don't believe that I love them. Tell them about me. So I'm telling you about them. And let's, go, let's look at verse 12 again. Because I want you, you got to understand that prayer is a weapon. Prayer is your only defense that you need to do. But the enemy don't want you to realize that there's power in prayer. He wants you to look at things from the disadvantage point that, you know, Prayer does work. Prayer works. Prayer changes everything. Then he goes on to say this. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me. And I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me. With all your heart. See, you got you know, God saying you got to do some work. I'm talking about, you know, you got to take that step. You know, the, the enemy don't want you to take that step. He wants you to just sit back and say, what God has for me, he don't have for me. In other words, he wants you to see God in some sort of negative, negative light, but he's not. He goes on to say, when you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you, said the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. So 
We need to pray. Not, for, not just pray for ourselves, we need to pray for our families. We need to pray for our friends, the people that we say that we love, that we associate with. We need to pray for strangers. We need to pray for the people in prisons and hospitals. We need to pray for the kids who are going to school. We need to pray for the police officers. You know, we're in a season right now where, you know, uh, being a police officer is not a favorable thing. It's like this. Uh, you don't think about a surgeon until you need him. You won't think about a police officer until you need him. Remember, you know, uh, that all police officers are not bad at the end of the day. They have a job to do. And they have a dangerous job to do. And so we need to be praying for them, in other words. And we need to be showing love to one another because God loves us. I just wanted to share that with you. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind, that he loves you. Now we're going to go to Jeremiah 31, and we're going to look at what the Lord says. Because I want you to understand that, you know, God loves you. I don't want you to ever think that God doesn't love you. Because if you, if you feel that way, then you'll never see the, the majesty. You'll never see the power. You'll never see God move in your life the way that you need to see him. You'll never, see, you'll never have victory. And this is what the Lord says in verse 3 of Jeremiah 31. The Lord have appeared to me always saying, yes, I have loved you with the everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you again. I will build you up and you should be rebuilt. See, that's a promise. God letting the people know, hey, like I told you, they was going to go in exile. They was going to do things. But God is letting you know, hey, the Lord has appeared of old to me saying, yes, I have loved you with the everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, have I drawn you, and I will build you up, and you should be rebuilt. God loves you. He loves his people. He loves his creation. He has a purpose and a destiny for us. And you know, sometimes we, we know the enemy don't want us to, to recognize that God loves us like that. He wants us to say, well, you know, if God loves me, no way I have to go through this because no way he's going to do this to me and say that he loves me because if God loved me. There's no way I should have to suffer like this. I shouldn't have to do this. You know, uh, but I want you to know that God loves you. That he has a purpose, a plan, and destiny for you. And God was speaking to letting the people know, hey, you got to do, you got to do your, you got to do your time in captivity, but I'm going to come back. I'm going to love on you. In other words, I'm going to, you know, whatever is going on in that circumstances. And that's a teachable moment for people about how to stay in fellowship with God. You need to stay in fellowship with God. Then in Jeremiah 33 at verse 1, more with the words of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time while he was shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus said the Lord who has made it, the Lord who formed it to establish it. The Lord is the name. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. See, we need to call on the Lord. We need to talk to him. So the person right now who feels that God doesn't love them, call out to him. I want you to understand the power of prayer. And understand, it's, it's, sometimes it don't be easy. It says that Jeremiah was shut up. Jeremiah was in prison for the second time. And what this means is that even through his adversities and things like that, he knew that God loved him, 
that God loved you. God is revealing to him, hey, I ain't forgot. I love you. Call upon me. In other words, I'll show you great things. In other words, I'm not going to have you be ignorant because I'm compassionate. I, I care for you. I want you to know that whoever believes that God doesn't love them, that he loves them. And now we're going to go to the book of Lamentations because, you know, we need to see how God operates because, you know, God does something every day. Did you hear what I said? God does something every day. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. You're not alone. He loves you. I'm saying whatever prayer request you need, please send it in. And now we're going to look in Lamentations. We're going we're gonna to go to verse 22 because there's something that God does every day for us. He does something every day for his people. And I want you to see it because if you see it, then you understand that you don't have to stay in the same day. Whatever happened last night, it's from last night. You don't have to stay in the same state. You can change your circumstance. You can change your situations with your faith and trust in God. Did you know that? In verse 3, verse 22 in Lamentation says, Through the Lord's mercy we are command, we are not consumed. Because his compassion fails not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, for therefore I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Now, this is Jeremiah. This is what he's letting you know. Every day, God gives us new mercy. He gives us new compassion, gives us new grace. And we, we have to wait. It says in verse 25, the Lord is good to those who wait for him. See, sometimes you have to wait. And I'm just showing you God loves you. So don't think that God don't care about what you're going through, that he doesn't care about that circumstance, what you're doing. God loves you. And I'm talking about, and you need to know that God loves you. Everyone needs to know that God loves them. Because if you don't know that God loves you, then you're walking around and you're mad with God because you think that why things ain't working for me is because he don't care about me. He, he's forgotten about me. And if he did care about me, he wouldn't let me be in this circumstances. He would protect me. He, uh, this, uh, you, 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 you yourself... You spend yourself whining. And I don't want you to whine. I don't want you to whine about God. I want you to know that God loves you. And that God has a plan for your life. That he would never leave you nor forsake you. You know, sometimes uh, because we're not spending time with God in his word, we don't see him in the way that we see him. We don't see him that way. We, be, we begin to think that God doesn't, care but let me tell you whoever the person who believes that god don't love them he loves you he told me to tell you but i'm gonna give you this last this last scripture it's from the book of zephaniah and this is what i want to leave you with because right now tonight when you close your eyes and go to bed i want you to know this this is what it says the lord your god is in your midst the mighty one will save you he will rejoice over you with gladness. 
he will quiet you with his love. And check this out. He will rejoice over you with singing. Do you know that God sings over you? And he blesses you when he's singing over you? Did you hear what he said? His love. So I'm, I'm just proving to you that God loves you. So if you don't think God loves you, if you can just look at Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17, you'll see it. The mighty one will save you. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. Ooh-wee! You should get happy right there that he will quiet you with his love. And then he's going to do this. He will rejoice over you with singing. You know, so when we think that we singing, well, I, I can't sing, so I ain't going to sit there and lie to you about that. I'm not a singer. I wish I had a voice to sing because I'd be out here blowing. But God rejoices over you with singing. Even if you can't sing, let me tell you something. Whatever you say to God is going to be good. But God is giving you back what you give him. He's going to love you and he's going to sing over you. And no, I hope that this message has been a blessing to whoever listened to it. But I'm going to close out in prayer for the sake of time. And I want you to know that whoever it is, don't believe that God loves them. I hope that this helps you a little bit. I hope that you're able to meditate on this and see that God loves you. And if you need me to pray for you, send me an email. Send me your prayer request so I can, I can pray over you. And I can say, hey, brother, let me, let me show you how God loves you. Like I said, right now, tonight, when you go to bed, for that person who doesn't believe God loves them, I'm going to pray that God sings over you tonight. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for the person right now who's struggling who don't believe that you love them. Uh, they think that you have forgotten about them. But Father, based upon Zephaniah 3, verse 17, would you please, please just sing over them. Sing blessings over them so they'll know that you are love, that you, you are created and you create love. You name love. Love is a, a mandate from you. Let them see your goodness, God, like in Psalms 145, Father. Let this message be heard by those who don't think that you love them because I've done my part, Father. I show them what I can show them, Father, for now. I thank you for your word in Jesus' name. I just want to tell you, don't forget the 30-day challenge, Matthew chapter 6, uh, verses 19 to 34, seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Let's see what God does for you. Let's have a testimony party. I want to say, you know, I love you, and I, and I love to hear from you. I want to say thanks for listening to You're Not Alone podcast. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. This is your host, Danny. I want to just tell you one more time that I love you. I love you with the love of Christ. Be blessed, my brothers and sisters.